Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Hour three, Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the My Talk app. And if you listen to us at MyTalk1071.com or on the app, you are eligible for listener rewards. And this month, the month of June, you can listen for a chance to win $500 from AARP. All that and more. So get the app stream online, get registered. See all the prizes and listener rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Lori is here. Stephanie Hansen is here. Thank you, Stephanie, for joining us this afternoon. Hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out. Um, are we going to have anyone from KSCP? Do you know, Holly, I think at 530 I, to give ooh. us the update on the updated charges? And... Yeah. You know, Paul Folger from KSTP okay, 5 Eyewitness News is scheduled. I'll let you know if that changes, but that's the, the plan. the governor is on now. Yeah, and... the governor is on now. So hopefully Paul Folger can update us on what the, the governor is having to say right now. Yeah. I'm so glad he went to 38th in Chicago incognito today. Okay. So let me just tell you about that because yeah. I think it's interesting uh they're reporting that governor walls visited the minneapolis site where george floyd died um the visit was not announced to the media and apparently not intended to be seen publicly but when walls dressed in casual clothes and a university of minnesota baseball cap pulled over his face with his mask and recognize people yeah he encountered cnn reporter omar yamina's the reporter whose arrest on live TV embarrassed Waltz and the state patrol before the nation, he went and approached him and he wow. ended up giving him, that reporter, an interview that has aired on CNN. Wow. And yeah, Waltz, it, it, it would be hard to recognize him. He's wearing like a University of Minnesota kind of track jacket. Yeah, just He's got a full either. blue mask on, right? like a medical mask, and his hat pulled down, his glasses on. I I don't know if I walked past him if I would think he right. was Governor Walls. I'd have no idea. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, that is, and I see him speaking up on in Holly's uh, studio with the endlessly hardworking Nick Zapko, the sign language superstar, the American Sign Language superstar. Just oh, she's. I mean, all around the world, the Daily Mail did a story on her. I feel like there's two sort of surprising celebrity to come out of this yeah. and it is her mm-hmm. and also uh mike max oh yes maxi maxi wcco the sports reporter he friday or sat i think well or maybe it was sunday night it was sunday night and he was amazing jumping into a dumpster yeah. talking to everybody uh, he was at Bobby and Steve's when the arrests were happening. Yes, yes. And, and I loved what he said. Well, everybody knows me from sports. 
And and <laughs> apparently what's funny about he's apparently not very savvy like with technology. Yeah. So like he doesn't do Twitter, he doesn't do Facebook. He's just out there like old school reporting. Yeah. And it's really I was caught like, on. What, what, what's Maxie doing out there? He's the sports guy. Yeah. But those, uh, the reporters were running ragged. I mean, I saw some of the KSTP people. I felt like they were on the air 10 hours. Yeah. The, out in the field. And the 10, walks from, you know, just the protesting, the amount of the walking. Yeah. and No kidding. All right. So we are going to um, uh, talk about Meghan Markle right now. Because, Stephanie, one of the things that I've been very impassioned about is trying to educate all the American British um, women, all the, all the American women who put the British society in the way the royals are on this big high esteem. AKA me, you and Julia. Julia. And I have been very upset for the longest time. Holly can attest to this about the racist treatment that Meghan Markle got at the hands of the British press when you have Randy Andy, Prince Edward the pedophile, known to do these terrible things, treated with kid flipping gloves. Okay, and Prince but before, Harry had enough, okay? Before you go down your road, though, yes. I just want to say... I am not condoning racism and Meghan Markle not. or Randy Andy's pedophilia. You're, you're kind of butter emails about her because Do you I want bet to you're describe gonna... what a butter email is. But her emails what people know. yelled at Hillary. Butter emails, you know. I mean it was like it's a deflecting tactic. It's a deflecting tactic for you to say, but she should have known better. She was marrying into the royal family. Or I love this one. Well, she's an actress. She's just, you know, acting her way through. Or and even a better one <laughs> is when somebody says something like, well, you know, royal protocol. Is That's it, mine. As if you'd be able to put honor up with it the, for a second. I wouldn't, but I want to honor the monarchy. Even the queen in her statement, she doesn't have time for this. She wrote the most unusual press statement when Harry and Meghan left. As a grandmother and a mother, she understands. She knows that old royal beast of an institution and the racism that is has its own place in in England was not ever, it was not going to change. And she couldn't. She can't, they don't want to undo the royal rota system, which is the whole way the royal people are reported on, for whatever reasons are. She's going to leave that to Prince Charles. She is 92 years old, and she's been ruling for 70 years. She's got to be tired. No, she's on a liberation. She's literally been on Groundhog Day since she was 25 years old. This is the first time in her life she can just walk, for days and days and days and days, she does like over 500 appearances a year. Every <laughs> year since she was 25. I know, it's a lot. I mean, come on. And um, so anyway, so Meghan Markle, I mean, they had to get away. They were just like, this is BS. We are taking our lives back. And um, so one of the things that got me all worked up, because I do think there are people that we would go... One of the things, because yeah, there's a few things in the story that things. have you worked up. Well, I mean, I got like kind of upset that Twitter people were getting all mad that Meghan and Harry weren't saying things. Imagine 
the death threats that those two got and the crazy stuff, you know, because there are people that were like, "I'm, how dare you? You know, Megan is biracial. Her mom is black. Her right. dad is white. Harry, you know, comes from the most lilious white of any institution, the royal mind. You can the royal only, ginger. Yeah, the royal ginger. <laughs> you can only imagine the crazies. I think of it as like, you know, like when Obama was first elected. Sure. The crazies. So they're just not saying anything because they've just got the baby and they don't need to say anything. Can anymore. we ask, like we talked about Don Lemon calling out Ellen DeGeneres, calling out Drake, calling out, he called out Oprah Winfrey. He called out Black Hollywood, Hollywood, and then a few specific people. Why do we, as a society, because I wondered too, like, what is Oprah saying? And Oprah's been kind of strangely a little quiet. I don't know if it's because she's not a mom. I, I don't, don't know get either. It. it seems it does seem odd from Oprah. But then I think it might maybe is maybe uh, maybe it's extremely white to think that other black people need to speak up. You know what I mean? Maybe they've been speaking up all this time. I feel like maybe it's me being completely tone deaf. See, and but Don Lemon was calling out all kinds of people, not just people of color. Because I don't, I didn't expect Meghan Markle to oh. have that uh, have a reaction. Again, the Twitter people, the people that have attacked her. I mean, this is a woman who got attacked for keep putting her hands on her baby bump. Okay, I can't tell you how many headlines. Why can't she keep her hand off her bump? You know, when any other pregnant woman, oh, isn't that your caress, lovingly caress, you're tenderly <laughs> cradling your baby Lori's bump. cradling the bump you like she's I, had one. <laughs> and then this video came up that Meghan Markle, I mean, she's been walking this walk for a long time ago, a long time, eight years ago. There's a charity called Erase the Hate. They did a video called I Won't Stand for Racism. This eight years ago, you can see that it did nothing. Um, because here we are eight years later. But I do think it's interesting to listen to Megan because remember, she was a 36-year-old woman when she met him. She had a life. She'd had a starter marriage. They fell madly in love despite it all. And who always has a hard time in this world of love? The woman. Interracial couples, too, Okay, have a whole other thing. And then she marries the whitest guy in the room, a prince, how dare you? I mean, I have been just, I I have hated the racism and the, the clutching of the pearls about her because I feel like if she'd been Meghan Markle, white and dad, white mom, no one, she would have been cradly loving, cradling her bump lovingly, not white. Why can't she keep her hands off her belly? Or, I'm or not here's sure. A, okay. Here's I, another one. Here's I'm a, not sure you're not right. Uh, Meghan you're right Markle's, about the racist part. But, but listen to this. Meghan Markle's beloved avocado linked to human rights abuse and drought and millennial shame. Okay, that's dumb. Kate's <laughs> morning sickness. Oh, Prince William gave her avocados for her birthday. I mean, it was relentless. And here's what Harry and Meghan, they decided... We can't change this old royal beast. We can only change where we are. So let's listen to Meghan Markle <laughs> in her video called I Won't Stand for well, Racism. What you're missing on that Lori keeps like giving me this like Well, because I think hand. what she's saying is I mean, this is let's listen to Meghan. I'm biracial. Most people can't tell what I'm mixed with, and so much of my life has felt like being a fly on the wall. 
know, a couple years ago I heard someone call my mom the N-word. So I think for me, beyond being personally affected by racism, just to see the, the landscape of what our country is like right now, certainly the world, and to want things to be better. And then, you know, she goes on to say, I'm proud of my heritage on both sides. And then eight years, you know, like six years later, she marries Harry. And here we are eight years later after that. It's the same old stuff. She, she, even in last week's Tatler story that Kate and William cooperated with, which went off the rails, the, the, the thing that, the thing that got Kate all upset was that Megan decided that her little bridesmaids, four, five, and six-year-old, did not need to wear tights on a hot day that little anklets is what she, the bride. And Kate was very upset about this because maybe the queen would have minded because the, you know, the protocol was tights. Hello? I care about that. No, you don't, <laughs> Stephanie. Kind of. No, about you don't. Tights? You're, you, I don't care about the tights or the socks. Emails. Look, here's the thing. But you, I care about the protocol. And but if it, you want to break that okay. tradition, yes, her granddaughter a, did. Had already done it. Sophie of Wessex had already had okay, her little girl. Because there's just a way to do things. That's my only no. point. And the way to do things, they were just like, you know what? We're done with trying to get them to change. And yes, Sophie of Wessex. Queen Elizabeth's uh, granddaughter had, had already her, done it. Yeah, and they okay. had been done before. Again, whatever Meghan did. But why do you have to be against Kate Middleton for trying to I, respect I, those traditions? Because they have consistently thrown Harry and Meghan under the bus with a lot. Well, of I don't think they like stories. them very much. But that's another. Story yeah, for they're trying day. to. It's called embiggening, you know, trying to make themselves shiny because we Kate is the laziest. I've never royal. even heard of that word. Oh yeah, Kate's the em, laziest. Embiggening, embiggening, embiggening. Mm-hmm. That's to a try cool and make word. yourself look better on the backs of somebody else. I oh, think that's what it means. Embiggening. Yeah. I just learned a new Scrabble word. I thought that was a made-up word from The Simpsons. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it is, but I like it. Let's find from, it. From a... Jedediah Springfield. Oh, it... no. But isn't that kind of what it means where you're kind Lori, of trying to... if you're quoting Jedediah Springfield, well, I'm going to die Well, Donnie affected me all these years. Some of his oh. Simpsons. Donnie liked The Simpsons. Oh, did he ever? We, we <laughs> okay. could always count on him. Here's the word. Embiggening. Mm-hmm. Uh... We got to go. You, you, we'll come back with it for the dirt alert. We'll find out what the hell's going on. This. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
is a My Talk Dirt Alert. We're talking about embiggening how Kate and William have tried to embiggen themselves on by using Harry and Meghan and saying, you know, Lori is right. It is a real word that's been added to the U.S. dictionary. And Holly is also right. It was a word first heard on The Simpsons in 1996. It's okay, a motto. Do you have it, Holly? Yeah. So oh. I, the motto, it's the motto of Springfield from Jedediah Springfield himself. Oh this is a educational film that they made starring Troy McClure on The Simpsons. A noble spirit embiggens the smallest man. Yeah! <laughs> there you go. So... We're oh both right. Yeah. And your yeah. definition, Lori, to make bigger or more expansive is exactly right. Yeah. And that's what those two have tried to I'm do. I'm going to embiggen in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, let's stick with this royal family news because this broke over the weekend and we haven't had an opportunity to talk about it on the air regarding Prince Andrew because Lori and I, we were just talking off of the air about the Jeffrey Epstein docuseries, Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Bridge, which is currently streaming on Netflix. Whoa, you must watch TV um, if you're at all interested in that story, the whole connections. It's it's wild. And I want to know where Ghislaine, whatever her name is, where is she? She's supposed Supposedly on, like, maybe one of his properties. He sure had a lot of them. Yeah. Don't know where Ghislaine Maxwell no. is right now. The last time that she was spotted out in public was last summer. She was There was a photograph taken of her at an In-N-Out Burger in Los Angeles. It was staged. She and it called was, the paparazzi. Yeah, I totally feel like staged. she's turning into a Where's Shelly situation from... But she's, she's being um, either hidden or protected. She knows a lot. Yeah. Well, she knows everything. Everything. It would yeah, be because lot, everything. when you watch the docuseries Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Rich, she's one of the people who was grooming young girls mm-hmm. to go to Jeffrey Epstein's Palm Springs, Florida estate to give him quote unquote massages. Yeah. Gross. I, I yeah. mean, it's just beyond gross. Watched a few episodes of it. Look forward to watching more of it uh, as the week progresses. But let's talk about Prince Andrew because Prince Andrew, very chummy chummy with Jeffrey Epstein. And he's in the documentary. And he will no longer carry out official royal duties as a member of the British royal family. This is a new report from the Sunday Times over the weekend that said Prince Andrew, who stepped back from public life last year for this foreseeable future, will not resume official duties. And of course, he did that. He's kicked out. He did that unbelievable interview with oh, the BBC yeah. last November. Oh. He, he just, uh, it was a car crash interview is how they would refer to it in the PR business. And he didn't need to do it. He was advised not to do it. And like everybody who thinks they've done nothing wrong when they've done everything wrong, he let his ego get ahead of him. And even the queen, she's protected him for a long time. Her younger, her, her second, he's her favorite son, her favorite kid. She's got four, and he's the favorite. It's known fact. Oh, that's so weird, right? Yeah. It's so, so weird, but that and they, he's a creeper. Yeah, that they would confirm it because I'll be anything. He thought he was coming back. Yeah, well, the Sunday Times' royal correspondent reported that the prince hoped his status change would be temporary, but his hopes have disappeared. And they're saying as whether this decision regarding Prince Andrew's royal duty might change in the future. The Sunday Times explained the royal family has no plans to review his position. So this is done. He is not part of the senior royal family official duties whatsoever. Now, something to put on our radar. Maybe we can get this for the Lori and Julia book club. 
putting it out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. There is a new book called Prince Andrew Epstein and the Palace oh. that is going to be published in July of this year. So I Sounds feel like good. there might be a lot in that book that would be pertinent to the yeah. show's interests. Yeah, because there are on record reports, uh, Virginia Guffrey uh, and someone else in the Epstein about their encounters with Prince Andrew at one of, you know, at various places of Jag, because he was a regular. There are a few uh, oh, yeah, there's a lot. men and a lot and of Trump people. Trump is prominently yes. displayed along with Melania, Bill Clinton. I mean, it's a, it's, that he, were he knew at a ton of people. His places. Yeah. Here's the thing about the Jeffrey Epstein story is that it is so big. You know, you guys are touching on the point. Mm-hmm. So many people in positions of power. We're talking about the royal family. We're talking about people in American politics. We're talking about people uh, that we haven't even gotten to in world politics, mm-hmm. media, fashion, uh, entertainment, all of this kind of stuff. He was the pimp for all there, of them. Is there any, do you think, now, I, do you think he really did take his life or did? He was murdered. Or was he murdered? And the only reason I bring that up is because I watched when I watched Shawshank Redemption last night and the, the police warden, they were coming in to get him. He at first was going to shoot his way out of it. And then he ended up, you know, taking his life because he knew he, he was, was such murdered. a bad man. Okay. Yeah. There that, are a lot of convenient things yeah, that happened true. at a lot that's of convenient why. times mm-hmm. right. with all of that, that, you know, you, you, when, when the spider sense is tingling on yeah, certain stories like did. this, he was you murdered. Know. no one can really, you go, oh God, you don't even really feel bad because he was such a rotten, horrible, evil person. No. And then you feel horrible for thinking that. I just want to know where the rest of his dough goes. And if because well, he's got a whole place in St. Thomas, yeah, I don't know. I hope that there could be justice for his victims because there's a long, you know, the very start of having justice for the victims is watching the docu series yeah, and true. hearing the women tell their own stories in their own voice. Holly, you are you are so right, correct. You're very good. All right, if I oh. haven't told you that lately. Well, thank you, right. Lori. Everybody reporting live from the newsroom of the My Talk 107 booth. It is I, Lori, Lori, the little red hen, who reporting to tell you that. Uh, no, I don't. We don't know where Paul Folger is. I think they're busy reporting. Yeah. Well, they're busy. He's <laughs> they're busy really doing this. Imagine that. I mean, yeah. Paul Folger all weekend long. I know. You know, I mean, all of our friends down at uh, KSTP Channel 5. Yeah, so they're probably getting ready for 6 o'clock or they're broadcasting right now. But I'll just say this. um, um, I'll just read this from the um, Star Tribune. This was updated an hour ago. Attorney General Keith Ellison upgraded charges against officer who knelt on George Floyd's neck, charged the other three involved. And... um, uh, that comes just two days after Governor Walls asked Ellison to take over the prosecution in the killing. And um, they believe, you know, in his statements earlier that this is uh, believe these developments are in the interest of justice for Mr. Floyd, his family and the community. We will seek justice for him, for you, and we will find it. And um, so anyway, so that I think is very, very good. And I see a, a lot of people are applauding that because they upgraded to second degree from third degree and then they were able to charge the other three officers and you can't charge uh, first degree murder because you'd have to prove premeditation and how could you prove that you couldn't that would just be, it would be hard yeah well it would be pretty much impossible right you know because then you'd have to read somebody's mind 
Right. Because they're acting and, you know, they are they are police officers and they did respond to a call. So it's just it's the best possible thing. So anyway, they're the governor is speaking now. We know the curfew is extended Mm -hmm. for the next two days, um, 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. And. How do they have everybody's phone number? I know that seems like a dumb thing, but when you get that emergency alert... It's very stressful. Yes. I mean, how do they have that? How do they have everybody's number? There are ways. There's a database (laughs) or something, or they can just... So... Yeah. Basically, once we all got cell phones, you were comfortable with surveillance. I remember Carolyn Kennedy did that privacy book like fish this is how we i know we've been on the air a long time because i re- remember some of these things when they happened and carolyn kennedy um whatever her other name is schlossenberg wrote a book about um what the advent of cell phones meant as far as you know just people have having- and you think about that because on the one hand like they're talking about covid-19 apps where for, for would tracing. you download an app for mm-hmm. tracing so that you they would be maybe you could like have your qr code scanned when you went places so that if there was something that they could let you know it's so 1984 <laughs> which was so long ago and on the one hand i'm like well yeah fine track me like i'm not yeah. doing anything that i mm-hmm. am worried about being tracked but then on the other hand, I'm like, no, 1984, you're yeah. tracking me. Why are you and tracking me? This do, is America. Do people know when, do you think George Orwell's book is famous enough that people know the Everyone in high school still has to still, read that okay, book. They yeah, do. I feel like it's standard issue reading. Okay. 1984, definitely. And then, on, you know, on the other flip side of that, there's the companion piece, or you could say vice versa, Brave New World, which addresses yes. similar issues. Right. But with different solutions that they had. Yeah. So I'll do speak a of that Huxley is yes. that who wrote Atlas that? Huxley. Yeah. Atlas Huxley. Yeah, you know, I'm reading The Plague by Camus. Oh, is that good? It is good, but it's. I started reading it, and I was like, "Do you really want to read a book about the plague when you're basically in the plague?" Yes, but I, I do. I just started it, and then I set it down because I'm picking up some other books yeah. right now that are more timely. It's like why well, I, well, I went through a whole thing of zombie watching things, like when this whole pandemic first started, because I was like, you know, like I Casey and I watched Kingdom, which was 16th century Korean zombie movie and we rewatched the train to busan and i'll tell you why i watched it stephanie because i looked out the damn window and i said at least that's not happening at least we don't gotta worry <laughs> oh, about flesh-eating zombies like or the that, walking dead yeah or that movie into the night which is just a six-part netflix thing where the sun is what kills you Oh, I've never seen that. Is oh, it good? Oh, it's good. And again, you know, you're just like, well, at least that's not happening. Oh, boy. Now, for an educational moment about all of this, I will recommend a special that I watched late last year. Gonna get nerdy. Okay. It's on Frontline. It's a Frontline documentary. You know, the PBS series. Yeah. If you want to know more about your phones, about artificial intelligence, about the way these technologies are being developed, implemented, and used right now. Yeah. The special is called In the Age of AI. Oh. So, not we're, to we're like, none of us are going to be alive when they <laughs> am I implant feel like the I need to go back to bed after no, watching no. it, or will it be interesting? It will be, be interesting. interesting okay. And you'll be, you'll be gone. We'll all be gone by the time. Well, Holly might not be <laughs> when they implant that thing in your finger or your palm or wherever <laughs> well, it is. Well, if you think about Facebook and part of the, like, 
people being so upset about Facebook and its lack of policing of content. Yeah. If you, there was a 60 minutes episode I watched like a year ago, I suppose about how every time you upload a picture on Facebook or on social media, they are, they being the government and people that have this software that is facial recognition software, Mm -hmm. they read those photos. So when Facebook says, you know, do you want to tag yourself? Are these pictures of yourself? I always say no, and I always deny it. It's all tagging <laughs> so that when you walk by, yeah. if there's an incident that happens and you walk by a camera in downtown Minneapolis yeah. and they want to know who you are that walked by that camera. They can find out. Yeah. And it's because you've offered up that information, basically. Yeah. yeah. So watch, it's, you know, interesting that you bring that up, mm-hmm. Stephanie. Watch, uh, watch, I'll, I'll put a tweet out for this episode because it's addressing a lot of the issues and it can speak more intelligently, more eloquently than I can ever can. And I'm also reading a book right now that uh, fe- the author was fe- a featured speaker in this um, in this special. And, uh, you know, there's just there's a lot going on. With yeah, their, and then phone. there's the whole 5G thing, which I really okay. don't understand. We'll step over here back to the things that we can actually <laughs> on another speak day, about on, an, on another day. Yeah, that 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 cloud. I remember the I day yeah. Julia and I, and I looked at her. I was like, where's the cloud? And she's like, oh, my God. You're so technically dumb. And what just, do you mean? The cl- oh, on your computer that you could access the cloud? I just didn't even, it was like right the, the cloud is a good question. Yeah, I Where think is so. the cloud? Yeah, Who controls the cloud? Well, it's on the servers. Where, Where are, the are the servers, servers of the cloud? <laughs> like there's some giant server farm somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, okay, Cara- <laughs> Caroline Kennedy's book is called The Right to Privacy. Okay, well, and then that she ship did a follow so long ago. Oh yeah, but I mean, she put that book like out in even before we were on the air, nineteen ninety seven or ninety eight. And our senators are still tracking privacy issues. Yes, yes, a I lot. Know. You hear about them, Amy Klobuchar. That's one of her. Yeah, big hot buttons. Okay, just to take a turn. Here's the headline. I wish Julia were here because we have talked about um, Alicia Silverstone. On many occasions, we loved the movie Clueless. We loved her American Woman that Kyle Richards produced and that was on, I forget what network it was. We just loved that show. Oh, that was on Paramount. Paramount. It was so good. It was basically Kyle Richards' sort of Ramona Cleft TV show about her mom and raising her Hollywood daughters. And anyway, just love Alicia Silverstone. We loved when she named her kid Bear. We loved when she learned about um, that she would... Um, masticate, otherwise known as chewing the food, <laughs> and then putting it in her baby's bear in her kid's mouth. She would chew it and then gently spit it in his mouth. We've had fun with Alicia. Oh, she's quite a quite a star. Yeah, and you know she had a real. I can't remember what her divorce was, but she she like did the consciously uncoupling thing, but didn't call it that with her guy Christopher Jarecki. Anyway, she's sharing. She shared with us, and I. I have a feeling, I don't know how this is going to go with her, but, but you know, I mean, you know, maybe it's a Scandinavian thing. She shares that she and her nine-year-old son, Bear Blue, have been taking baths together. <laughs> That's not a Scandinavian thing. <laughs> I don't it know. It kind of might be to well, be I more just mean comfortable the with nudity. 
Ten people sauna yeah. naked together. Families are naked all the time in Europe. They really are They naked. are but on nudist t- beaches as families. She told the New York Times, my son and I take <laughs> baths together. A bath is different than a sauna. I know. No. It's weird. I don't know how I'm going to help her out of this one. Here's the, my you favorite. Can't. You can't, Lori. You can't. Here's her quote. People said lots of different things. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details and that I was sort of a freak. And I guess I'll take pride in that because it's hard to be the person that's speaking out. And it's hard to be the person that is saying the thing that isn't what everyone else wants to hear when referring to her veganism of her son, her bathing with her son at an older age. I will admit we were the family where my sister was like, um, are you guys all still taking showers together? (laughs) But so did you and Kurt and your daughter? Sometimes, sure. Yep. <laughs> At what age did it stop? Like four, five, six? Probably six. Oh. I mean, to the point where my sister was like, do you think it's time? <laughs> I mean, did she say, what is? why does daddy have a tail? I'm sure she did. And I just was like, yeah, that's his yeah. Schwanzengruben. Yeah, I mean, you I know, don't know. But nine, 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 nine feels like I don't know how to help Alicia. And I'm glad I'm not her publicist. She's today. just a hippie. And this is just coming out today. And this is people, like the same. Yeah. Kurt went, Kurt went and saunaed with Julia and her ex-husband and went and squeezed in between them. And they're in their bathing suits, suits and, and he has no not, clothes on, yeah, well, no he, underpants, no bathing suit, nothing. And like squeezes in between them to sit down on the sauna bench. And yeah. Julia is like, yeah, no, what is happening? Yeah. Kurt is He's like, what, what he, he he is a nudist. He and is. Julia really is too, damn it. Is she? Oh, my Lord. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she is. All right, listen, we got to go. We'll be right back. Lenny Kravitz, that's a song that I guess he did, I don't know, a couple years ago. I don't know that it's a brand new song, but Sonia tweeted it and she just thought we should uh, replay it. I think it's a, a song he did before, but he's updated the video. Yes, he has updated the video. To be current, but I like that song. I love Lenny Kravitz. He is like the sexiest man alive. Oh my, he really is. And you know, when we met, when we met him, and I put that in quotation marks at the (laughs) at the red carpet at the Sagors. Lenny, Lenny, you know her piercing (laughs) screams, and he really was like right in front of us like holly he was like between where you and i are oh on the red carpet and so first we had to does it just ooze out of his pores well first we had to adjust to the fact of how um petite he was okay oh he's little oh my gosh 
I mean, all but, those Hollywood people are little, aren't they? N- well, not all of them. Because I would just be like an Amazon. Oh, uh, I, I am a. So- I am a heifer. Well, you're tall. I'm okay. a. So I'm a twelve. No, but so but, I just would look like twice as big as all these people. Yeah, these these people are. Although I do like it in this time of pandemic. Um, you know, I think they might be having the figures they were meant to have. <laughs> Who you know? have you noticed? No, I'm just saying that I think because they're not filming, they're not having their normal life. Why shouldn't they be like uh, everybody else and drinking and eating more? And well, and I feel and... like people are either going one of two ways. Like, I think people are either eating and drinking their feelings and not exercising or they're going crazy and exercising six hours a day like Casey. Or or they're doing, you know, just a certain amount. But, you know, I don't know. I just think that a lot of time the camera and seeing themselves on camera is what keeps them. That's why they go out. Eating and take, lettuce leaves. Yes, and take big gulps of air, smoke <laughs> cigarettes, and I'll say how full they are. Swallow <laughs> some air for go, lunch. <gasps> Oh, that is the best bite of air I've had all day. I might take another one. But so Lenny's right in front of us and he's like, but beautiful, you know, and he's got this custom suit on. It just fits. And he's not paying any attention to us. And we, everyone on Radio Row is going crazy and he's right in front of us. And finally, Julia screams at him. We're from Minnesota and Prince says hi. And he finally, (laughs) finally, he turned around and he gave us the old... Just two thumbs and kind of a kind of a wink and I mean I just thought we were gonna fall down. And the the people around us, oh you girls did it. You got him to look at us. Oh you girls just crack me up. But we got and that's what you know, because people were just even if nothing else, we just wanted to get a picture. We just want acknowledgement. And, <laughs> just you know, and so to get the lean back and the double thumb double and kind thumb. of a wink and eye to eye and seeing his face and I was just like, God, I wish I had a big long tongue. I just, oh, just like oh. on a commercial or those cartoons where the tongue just unrolls Rolls and across the carpet and goes in. Like, and he had on, a, I, I remember he had on these really nice, like little, like something Prince would wear, sort of a stacked booty. Oh, cool. With a heel that matched his pants, thus giving you a long uh, Yes, look. because you don't want to disrupt the line, the line of your leg and your shoe. Yeah. Hey, I oh, want to give a boy. shout out to Bridget from Amsterdam. She sent us an email, and she's a longtime listener. She said, I used to be, you were my drive-time company as I slept from downtown Minneapolis to the Burbs for years. And then last spring, my husband and the family, they moved to Amsterdam. I love Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. But she said, I'm homesick while everyone was else at school, so I started listening to the podcast. It was wonderful to have a fun, familiar piece of Minnesota. Then COVID hit, and it's hard to worry from afar, and we have people in town. And so it was even more, you know, I was like, oh, I'm so glad I'm listening on the podcast, and I'm feeling like, what's going on? Because we were doing a lot of updating on what was going on with that. Then she writes in, Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd, and a burning Minneapolis became the center of our universe. And then she just said, thank you, and I just feel this is an overdue thank you. I should have sent it, but the trigger was when Julia told the story of getting... The nasty but aesthetically lovely card yesterday. <laughs> and she said, I just said, how pitiful of me to keep my feelings of gratitude to myself. So she's Aww. just thanked us uh, for good company for so many hours over 
so many years. And thank you, Holly. I've always appreciated the facts and insights you bring to whatever show, because you are the number one pinch hitter. Well, I will tell her in Dutch, Dankjewel. Of course you will. Of course you will. <laughs> and then she writes, and of course, thank you to Donnie, too. Thank yeah. you. So thank now, you, Bridget. Now, do, you need to pin that up and show that to our little Mighty Might, because... Who's our Mighty Might? Julia. Oh, I Because for gave. all the pink... Yeah. For all the pink nasties, yeah, she yeah. needs a few nice ones. Yeah, she does. All right. Well, like we all do, really. Really, it's true. I get to be with you for days. I know. It's so It's going to be fun. I know it. And uh, I know we're going to get you to update us on some restaurant things. Yeah, and for we'll, sure. We'll get to all that tomorrow, and we'll get to some other stuff. All right. Take care. Take it easy. Be home by 10. Job done. Off you go. Bye.